Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. How do you combat this kind of ongoing attack on his age and these attacks and suggestions that he's not up for the job? People know Joe Biden's age. Uh, they also know that with that age comes wisdom. This moon rock is pretty cool. It's a little rock from the moon. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Farm that our, our, our vegetables would rot in the ground if it weren't if they weren't being picked by many immigrants, many illegal immigrants. I've heard this bedtime story before. And in Florida, some of the farmers and the growers saying, why are you shipping these immigrants uh, up north? We need them to pick the crops down here. Whoosh. Those folk who are coming across are the ones who are helping to put food on our table. Without them, we're not able to eat. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. As if we need illegal millions and millions of illegal aliens coming into the country to feed us. We're feeding them. They're on welfare of one form or another, over 90% of them in one form or another. Even if they're, you know, working under the table, they're not paying taxes, they're, uh, they're getting free health care, they're getting uh, free room and board, free legal expenses when they get arrested for shoplifting or drive-by shootings or peddling fentanyl or whatever else they do. They're, uh, they're spreading diseases into the country. They're driving drunk without licenses. I have a... Uh, I have the uh, weekly list from uh, the New Hampshire State Police. I'll get to it at some point tonight of the arrests of all the uh, illegal aliens driving drunk, driving without licenses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we're supposed to think that they, oh, we can't, we can't, we can't have a country without the illegal aliens. We, we're going to have to just start deporting them. Millions and millions of deportations. It's been done before. It has to be done, or there's not going to be a United States of America. 844-500-4242. Time now for the chump line. Joe Biden said he authorized precision strikes against foodies and the blowfish. <laughs> he doesn't know who hooties and the blowfish are, though. You know, if it was uh, the Big Bopper, if the the name of the group was the Big Bopper, he would uh, he would know what to do. He would tell him before he started bombing. Hello, baby. Lovey, I can't believe the Boston Patriots fired their famous manager, Phil Milicek. It's only a matter of time before quarterbacker Tom Bradley resigns. I, for one, will stand in solidarity with him and give up my tickets at Schaefer Field. <laughs> John Kerry is leading the U.S. delegation to Davos, where all the beautiful people will go. It's a, uh, it's a fine dining experience, and they're going to talk about how everybody else has to give up their... Uh, 
their hundies so that they can continue to fly in private jets. Kerry is getting top billing over the current Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, on the uh, American delegation. They'll also be joined by such worthies as Jake Sullivan. Uh, has, has anybody on the has anybody on the American team ever worked for a living? No. The answer is today's Chump Line is brought to you by Rizzo Insurance. When was the last time you had someone audit your insurance to see if you're getting the most coverage for your money? Contact Dan or Paul Rizzo at RizzoInsurance.com. They have helped me and my staff, and they can help you save money too. Get the Rizzo Insurance Audit at no charge, no obligation. RizzoInsurance.com. <coughs> Who cares if we lost 40,000 million weapons worth a billion trillion dollars in Ukraine? Last week, I also lost the former general. I keep calling him General. My guy who runs the outfit over there. <laughs> Yeah, there, there was a bad report out of the Inspector General today at the at the Pentagon about how much how many weapons, billions of dollars worth of weapons we've lost in uh, Ukraine. They just never arrived. Biden was asked today uh, one of the questions he took: Do you have confidence in Secretary Austin? Cut three. Do you have confidence in Secretary Austin? I do. I'm sorry. Was it a lot to do? I can't remember not to tell you earlier. Yes. It, what it, was he having a press conference or was he answering questions under oath? You know, I mean, he, he was just yes, no, no. It even by Biden standards, this is pretty weak. Gee, oh yeah, I guess hate does have a home there with all those Ivy Leaguers. <laughs> Yeah, that the sign in all the yards of all those pointy-headed intellectuals that can't park a bicycle straight, as George Wallace used to say, hate has no home here. But again, according to this uh, latest lawsuit that's been filed in uh, district court uh, against uh, Harvard University, and it's also been filed against a number of other uh, elite so-called universities, there's plenty, yeah, you're right, there's plenty of hate around. Here's Biden's first cut. He introduces himself to the crowd, cut one. Again, kind of hard to to hear. My name's Joe Biden. I work for the government in the Senate. I work for the go- in the Senate. And the the Houthis are terrorists, even though he said they weren't terrorists in February of 2021 after Donald Trump declared that they were terrorists. So I guess Biden endorses Trump policy a little late. Sometimes when I deal with people I don't like, but they do something right, I like to be nice and say, that was a good job. I bet you're the second smartest man Joe Biden knows. (laughs) Now Hunter says he will testify before the uh, before the House committee on uh, on that's considering impeachment because but he wants to make sure that the subpoena is drafted properly in a legal sense because you know he's such a he's such a legal scholar 
the way the Department of Defense is running back there in Washington, I wouldn't be surprised if they bombed Hooters instead of the Hooties. <laughs> you know what? That's the that is that's the group that he would he would know. He he doesn't know. Biden has no idea who the Hooties are, but Hooties are. But he knows he knows plenty about the Hooters. He uh, he's, he likes the he likes the wings. It seems there were two roles for Prosecutor Wade in D.A. Willis's asinine escapade. First, help her get Trump, then give her a hump. And also, by the way, be handsomely paid. Isn't that the truth? You know what they were, he, he, he came out, this guy, the girl, the boyfriend of the D.A. in Atlanta, who put in for a 24-hour workday, who visited the White House counsel twice before they indicted Trump and all the rest of the so-called co-conspirators. He put in for a 24-hour workday one time. He, he put in a, a bill, an invoice, for 20, working 24 hours. And he's, he's handling an extremely complicated felony RICO racketeering case involving the former president of the United States. He's never tried a felony case in the past. He, his, he comes from a two-man law firm. There are two of them. You know what they handle? Divorce and auto accidents. And he's made $650,000 doing this prosecution while taking, uh, taking the DA who hired him around the world. On cruises, that is. Dear Magic 8-Ball, would Howie's barber Brandon make a better commander-in-chief than the current Brandon? I'm asking the question here of the Magic 8-Ball. Would my brand, my barber Brandon be a better commander-in-chief than Brandon? Without a doubt. That's exact, that is what it says, without a doubt. There's only one problem. Brandon was born in the United Kingdom. So technically he can't do it, but he's he's a lot sharper than the other brand, the, the one who decided to bomb Hooters last night, or he thinks he bombed Hooters. I hold in my hand the last envelope. Under pressure. <sighs> Name the theme song for Chris Christie's belt. <laughs> I like it. A banana republic, if you can keep it. <laughs> Was it wasn't there a Democrat who quoted uh, Benjamin Franklin this week and said a democracy if you can keep it, which is not 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 what he said. He said a republic if you can keep it. And right now we've got a banana republic, and that's that's Joe Biden's uh, campaign motto: a banana republic if you can keep it. We've certainly got one now, no question about it. Just look down to Atlanta. Maybe all the new electric school buses in Massachusetts can help the children learn the concept of boondoggle. <laughs> yes, electric school buses. By the way, did you see the uh, latest news from, uh, from Hertz? They're taking a $240 million write-off because they're unloading, I think, one-third of their fleet of electric vehicles. They say they're too too expensive to repair, and uh, they're going to replace them with internal combustion automobiles, you know, like you and I drive. And I think, though, it's not only the auto accidents. I don't think anybody wants these damn things. 
I've talked to people who go into uh, go, go into uh, rental car agencies, and they're they're told, well, all all we've got is electric vehicles, and they say, wait a second, well, I, I got to drive for five hours. How how am I gonna how am I gonna uh, recharge the batteries? And they say, oh, well, it won't be a problem. It won't be a problem. Famous last words. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. All right, that's it for the chump line today. The chump line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Carr Show. You can call and leave a message at any time between the hours of 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time every weekday. The chump line number, if you'd like to leave such a message, is 844-500-4242. That's 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the chump line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you didn't hear your message or you just like to hear a second brand-new chump line, we have one. It's called Chop Chumps. It's posted around 7 p.m. every weeknight Eastern time. You can get Chop Chumps, the second chump line of the day, wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcast. Today's chump line is brought to you by Rizzo Insurance. When was the last time you had someone audit your insurance to see if you're getting the most coverage for your money? Contact Dan or Paul Rizzo at RizzoInsurance.com. They have helped me and my staff, and they can help you save money, too. Get the Rizzo Insurance audit at no charge, no obligation. RizzoInsurance.com. Joe Biden said he authorized precision strikes against Hooties and the Blowfish. <laughs> and the, the White House tr- official transcript corrected it to Hooters. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. The Howie Carr Show is back. Eight four four five hundred forty two. 6.03 says, just got a text announcing a rally with Nikki and Sununu. They're pulling out all the stops. Yeah, they, they've been doing that for a while. It's, we'll, we'll see what happens, though. If, if DeSantis still can somehow finish second in, in Iowa, I don't know if he can or not. I don't have a real good handle on what's going on out there, especially with the, uh, the, the weather. This is supposed to be the worst weather in uh, 20 years on a uh, caucus night. So I don't I don't know who who goes out in that kind of uh weather to a caucus. You know, it's not like going out to vote, you just, you know, stand in line for a couple minutes and mark the ballot. You got to sit there at a caucus. You you what are you you wondering, you know, if you're going to be able to uh, start your car after the caucus is over. I don't know who goes out for that kind of thing. I don't think anybody does. But if uh, if if Nikki Haley finishes third, she she's going to be damaged as she uh, tries to call herself the comeback kid, which you know the Bill Clint what Bill Clinton called himself way back when. Anyway, today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call one eight four four a perfect smile or visit Perfect Smiles. Com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is Trump said he knows who he's going to pick as his running mate. Who do you think it'll be? Not who you're for, 
who will Trump pick? Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, Elise Stefanik, Tim Scott, Byron Donalds, Carrie Lake, or J.D. Vance? I'm still going to vote for Byron Donalds. 16% say Byron, 15% say Tim Scott, 17% for Vivek, 18% for Elise Stefanik, and 24% say Carrie Lake. Boy, that's really a that's really a tight uh, tight race. How many and how many did J.D. Vance get? Six percent. He's he's been a pretty good senator, though. I think he's doing a pretty good job. I was kind of uh, suspicious of him. I thought he was kind of a uh, you know one of these guys claiming to be a uh, a, a, a hard scrabble guy, but he was really an Ivy Leaguer. But he's 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 pretty decent, I think. All right. So we've been talking about how uh, Biden. As soon as he got into office, as soon as he was installed as president, he uh, he took the Houthis in Yemen off the uh, terror list because Trump had just put him on the list. And, of course, the, the uh, world opinion had said, don't do that. Evil orange man bad. So now now he's now he's bombing the Houthis because they are terrorists. And he said today in uh, in Pennsylvania, they are terrorists. And so this was John Kirby, the uh, the White House uh, press secretary, or one of them, was asked about uh, the designation, the removal of the designation of the Houthis as terrorists. This was, I think, before uh, Brandon spoke in Pennsylvania. Cut 13. We, we do have to ask this because in February of 2021, Secretary Blinken actually revoked the terror designation of the Houthis, saying in a statement yeah. that the decision was a recognition of the dire humanitarian situation in Yemen at the time. What do you make of this decision, and does it need to be reconsidered? A uh, humanitarian situation which is not completely alleviated, obviously. Um, so what I'll tell you is that uh, we're reviewing that designation right now. We haven't made up a decision about whether we're going to revoke it or not or change it again uh, or not. Or, or, or not. Uh, but I can tell you we're looking at that real hard. Uh, again, the Houthis have a decision to make, um, and they need to make the right one now, uh, certainly in the wake of these strikes uh, last night. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to decide whether they're terrorists or not until we finish bombing them back into the Stone Age. Oh, okay. That's... What, what a great administration this is. They don't know their rear ends from a hole in the ground. 844-500-4242. We'll be right back with Police Water Facts Friday. I'm Howie Carr. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. We only have one uh, of our cheap bastard deals left. Uh, Ready Wise 84 serving breakfast and entree grab and go bucket. It's a great deal, a $220 value for $110. Bucks. Very the, fake news. It's Sold gone. Out. Sold out. Sold out. Okay. S- sorry about that. <laughs> it's sold out, but you can still save at readywise.com when you use code HOWIE20 at checkout. HOWIE20 at checkout. That's readywise.com, code HOWIE20 at checkout. So there you go. All right, and now it is time for our Friday night popular feature known as Police Blotter Facts Friday. 
Why do you still read the newspaper? I like to keep up on local news, like the police blotter. Whenever the laws of any state are broken, the duly authorized organization swings into action. A fax! A fax is coming through! Oh, yeah, a fax! Here's the kind of adventure you've been waiting to hear. Hard-boiled action and mystery. So stand by for trouble and suspense. Stand by for adventure. All week long, we ask you to send in funny stories that you see on the internet or in your local print edition or your daily or weekly newspaper involving the police department or local constabulary, the sheriff's department, whatever. And uh, just send them along to us wherever you see them. As long as they are a little bit humorous, we ask you to send them to policeblotter at howiecarshow.com, policeblotter at howiecarshow.com. And at this time, every Friday evening, we read the funniest ones of the week, in our opinion, and the two funniest entries of the week, in our opinion, get a nice prize. What do they get this week? They get a Go Woke, Go Broke t-shirt. All right. And by the way, a lot of our stories come from the villages in Florida where they where they have a, uh, a very robust police reporting staff, and they always get lots of great stories. And there's a letter to the editor of the paper uh, in the villages in Florida, in central Florida, from Lois Philbrick from the village of Briar Meadow to the editor. With all the great things happening in the villages, why do you consistently report the police blotter instances? I'm sure it's less time-consuming, but please, report something besides who got arrested. He thinks we should do a search on Philbrick in the uh, Villages newspaper, what, see what yeah, we come what, up with. What is her native state, Lois Philbrick? And by the way, does Lois Philbrick understand that, a, that every, newspa- every major newspaper in the United States is dropping circulation like a stone, except for one? That is the newspaper in the Villages. Its circulation is still going up because they're still reporting the news, which is police news. Right, Taylor? That is correct. I'm not sure if I have any uh, villages stories today. I don't think I do, but uh, usually it's a popular feature. Yeah. Of the weather's been a little park. iffy in Florida the last uh, couple of weeks, so it's it's probably discouraged people from going out in their golf carts after having uh, seven wine spritzers. That's right. Our first story comes out of Douglas, Georgia. Two Douglas men face charges for break-in and crashing owners' tractor and ATV. Uh, the report indicates that the suspects stayed... Are they the Dukes of Hazard that are under arrest? Mm, I don't think so. This Just is not good old boys. Not Hazard County. This is uh, Coffee County. The report indicates that the suspects stayed overnight indulging in candy and beer found inside the home. <laughs> they broke into a residence. Candy and beer. They just wow. were looking for a good time. One, just, just some good old boys. One suspect per the report crashed. Go have me some Hershey's Kisses washed down with a Miller Lite. One suspect per the report crashed both the homeowner's ATV and John Deere tractor, leading to a leg fracture. Uh, the incident and preliminary reports state that on January 3rd, 1128 a.m., deputies responded to a residence. According to the report, when deputies arrived, they observed a white male inside the residence looking out an open window. Per the deputy, the male was yelling that he had broken his leg and could not move. Yeah, uh, gummit, Bubba, I done broke my leg. The report states that an overturned green John, John Deere tractor was in the driveway. 
along with a Polaris single cab side-by-side, which appeared to have been crashed into the front end of it. Just some good old boys. It was about that time Boss Hogg showed up. <laughs> 32-year-old Desmond Chestnut was one of the suspects. and Desmond, Desmond Chestnut's my name. I plays linebacker. Detective searched Chestnut's person and discovered a silver key on a fish keychain, a burnt glass pipe with burnt <laughs> residue inside, and a clear bag containing a clear rock-like substance weighing 0.26 grams suspected to be methamphetamine. The key... Desmond, Desmond uses one phone call to, uh, to, to call Hunter Biden. <laughs> the key was determined to be the key that was, uh, belonged to the Polaris side-by-side. The other suspect, Darren Terrell, remained sitting on the other Darren, side. Darren Terrell, that's my name. Of the same window. I in went a, to Washita State. In a chair complaining of leg pain, deputies stated at that point they entered the residence, placed Terrell in restraints, and cleared the rest of the house. God. This was at 1128 in the morning. Well, well it's that's almost when they responded. somewhere. That's when they responded, but they spent the night, uh, the previous night there. <laughs> and uh, ensued in many hijinks, taking the tractor and the side-by-side for joy rides in the middle of the night. $35,000, that's how much the John Deere tractor was worth, and the Polaris, the wrecked Polaris, was worth approximately 6000 The suspect, oh, the homeowner said, uh, he stated that he didn't notice anything else missing from the residence besides the tools, food, candy, and beer. And they also tipped over the outhouse. <laughs> Colorado burglar busted after using Uber as getaway car for $8,000 plumbing tool heist. <laughs> Nothing against Uber, but anytime I've ordered one for a certain time, like I've scheduled one way ahead of time, they never show up. And if they do show up, it's never on the time that you scheduled. So this was a big mistake. A Colorado crook carrying thousands of dollars of stolen merchandise walked right into the police's hands after he was caught trying to use an Uber as a getaway car. The bungling burglar was ransacking a plumbing store in the Denver suburbs last week when he called the rideshare driver to pick him up. The store owner had called 911 after noticing a hole cut in the business's fencing and caught surveillance footage of the thief inside. When the local Wheat Ridge police arrived on the scene, they discovered the Uber driver waiting nearby. He told the cops his passenger, Jose was headed that, right see, that's, toward the yeah. car. <laughs> you, you anticipated my, my next question. Are you looking for an Uber, senor? An officer can be heard asking the suspect in body cam he, footage. Really, did he really say no. senor? No, he didn't say senor. <laughs> it seemed appropriate for the an occasion, editorial. though, didn't it, Taylor? I would, have said the, I would have said the same thing if I'd been reading it. Uh, no, he stammers. He then gives officers the fake name Raul as he takes several steps backward Raul. and away from the cops. He was immediately grabbed by officers, uh, but assures them he's not trying to make a break for it. He doubles down on his innocence and claims he's simply on his way to his his mother's house. When he told, when, uh, I'm when, on my way to the Cerveza store. When he told, uh, when told he matches the description of the thief, he maintains he's not the man they're looking for, despite not carrying identification to prove he is Raul. Contents of his backpack, however, exposed the thin charade. The backpack is full of Milwaukee tools, one officer can be heard saying. Inside, cops found more than $8,600 worth of electric tools, 
He was taken into custody where fingerprint scanners confirmed his real identity. It may not be the best idea to have an Uber pick you up at the crime scene, Wheat Ridge Police said on social media. A 26-year-old man by the name of Jose was booked on the following day on a plethora of charges, including theft of more than $2,000, criminal trespassing, and false reporting to authorities. Court records. How about Lyft? Would Lyft have worked better than Uber? I, I've never used Lyft, so I don't know. Perhaps I should use Lyft as a substitute, not Uber. This has never happened with a Lyft driver, at least that we know of. Yeah, anyway. that we know of. We turn now to a local story. Hyannis man assaults officer while in protective custody. A Hyannis man... Has I've been noticed a lot more Hyannis men in on the, the news. streets. Yeah. You never used to hear about Hyannis men before, but now you hear about them all the time. <laughs> was charged... It used to be a Hyannis man would be me- meant a Kennedy, right? right. <laughs> exactly. Now it does not mean a Kennedy. No, no. Hyannis man has been charged with assaulting a police officer and exposing himself. Police said they received a call at 2.13 p.m. last Thursday that an intoxicated man was lying in the road. Police and fire were dispatched and found the man soaked, not wearing clothes, and reeking of alcohol. The 31-year-old man was placed into protective custody and brought to the station. During booking, the man became aggressive, police said. After being put in a cell, he began screaming and waving his arms. At some point, the man took off all his clothes. I thought he wasn't wearing clothes. Oh, not oh, yeah, wearing. Exactly. No, a, I'm sorry. He wasn't. Problems in this news news. Account. No, there's problems with my eyesight. It says earlier he wasn't wearing shoes, but I I was anticipating the uh, the soon to be nudity that was involved in this story. At some point, the man took off all his clothes, exposed his genitalia to officers in the area, and began performing sexual acts on himself. Police attempted to calm him down and move him into a different cell. Police said he began fighting officers, kicking and punching and pushing one officer into a concrete bench. Police were eventually able to get the man into another cell, and he responded by throwing vomit and other bodily fluids at a security camera. He was charged with two counts of of assault and battery on a police officer, malicious destruction of property, and open and gross lewdness. Could I give me a name here, por favor? We don't have a name, but uh, the person who sent this in to us um, said that they know that the highest man is illegal because they are quite familiar with the arresting officer in this case. I'm shocked. It was a simpler time when it was a Kennedy who would be behaving in such a grotesque fashion. Yeah, because then you, you'd get a nice... Do you know who I am? Right. Exactly, and I'd get another chapter in Kennedy Babylon, Volume 3. A Florida man is likely down in the dumps after being accidentally launched into a garbage truck during a pickup on Trash Day. A waste management garbage truck was making pickups along its normal route in a Pensacola neighborhood on January 9th when the driver approached the dumpster, according to a report from the Miami Herald, then used the truck's apparatus to lift and empty out the contents into the truck. What the driver was unaware of was that there was a person inside of the dumpster and was launched into the truck as the dumpster was being lifted. I've seen this in Goodfellas, I think, according to a statement from the Escambia County Fire Rescue. The unidentified person was trapped inside until emergency responders arrived at the scene. Do we think this was a Pensacola man? Um, Maybe a displaced Pensacola man, yeah. (laughs) 
somebody who used to live in a hotel, but they had uh, other tenants moving in. The individual's condition was not immediately known, nor was the reason why they were in the dumpster at the time. They were getting a power nap, having a power nap. That's right. And Where else would you go into a dumpster? We'll do one more story before we go to the break, and that is man strips naked, jumps into Bass Pro Shops, leads aquarium, and knocks himself unconscious. A man is in custody and en route to the hospital for mental health treatment after he jumped naked into the massive aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop Leeds Thursday night. I believe this is in Alabama. Police Chief Paul Irwin said the incident happened about near closing time. The 42-year-old man was reported to be acting erratically and drove a vehicle into a pole in the store parking lot. (laughs) After the crash, he got out of his vehicle, took off his clothes, ran into the Bass Pro Shop, and jumped into the aquarium. Sir, this is not a YMCA. Video taken by bystanders showed the man do a cannonball into the aquarium (laughs) and later stand under the waterfall. As two Leeds police officers began to walk up the stairs, the man exited the water, yelled something to the police officers, then dove back in. A man, uh, he continued to shout something to officers uh, before climbing over the side of the aquarium and dropping to the cron- concrete floor below, appearing to have been knocked out by the fall. Officers handcuffed the man who then woke up and began to try to struggle. Uh, the man was only in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived. He was taken to a hospital for a mental evaluation, then booked into the St. Clair County Jail. George Owens of Sterrett. I thought his charged, name was Lloyd Bridges. No. He's charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, two counts of first-degree criminal mischief, and two counts of reckless endangerment. There's a story in the paper today that they're going to start doing away in Massachusetts with some of those names like lewd, lewd and lascivious you know another phrase they're going to do away with uh in the on the criminal code in massachusetts taylor possession common night walker oh common did night you walker. see that no i didn't i love that name that I, phrase i always liked the, the phrase in possession of burglarious tools <laughs> i love that one <laughs> yeah burglarious okay we'll be back with the winners in just a moment 844-500-4242 i'm howie carr the howie carr show we'll be right back He's Howie Carr, and he's back. 844-500-4242. 603 says, I've always been fond of the phrase shod foot. (laughs) I don't think they're going to get rid of shod foot. Shod foot will remain in the criminal code. But say goodbye to common night walker and lewd and lascivious. How about open and gross? Do you think that'll survive the uh, updated PC versions of uh, of criminal charges anyway we have the two winners now taylor yes these are the winners one of them is a a traditional violence at a subway sandwich shop patron charged with subway sandwich battery upset that his sandwich that had not been sliced into two pieces a subway customer allegedly threw the offending hero at a store clerk striking her with the grub cops say alberto de barros 54 was collared following a confrontation at a subway restaurant near his residence in Stewart, Florida. Cassandra Stewart. Pierre. Yep. 
Cassandra it's close by. Pierre Lewis, the subway stay, worker. Stay out of Palm Beach, Alberto. Why didn't he just ask her to cut the sandwich? I, I don't know. Uh, a lic- DeBarros is a licensed building contractor. The subway worker said he became upset with her after finding out his sandwich was not separated. Following a brief verbal exchange, Pierre Lewis said DeBarros began causing a disruptive scene after the subway worker announced that she would no longer be serving DeBarros. The sandwich was thrown at Miss Pierre Lewis. Sandwich struck Pierre Lewis in her mid to lower body section. Um, DeBarros left the restaurant. Pierre Lewis followed him outside and photographed his license plate, which led cops to DeBarros's nearby Porpoise Circle townhouse. During questioning, DeBarros acknowledged being upset over his sandwich not being cut and that he believed he threw the sandwich at the counter instead of Miss Pierre Lewis. He should have gone to Jersey Mike's. And this is uh, a repeat offender on Police Blotter Facts Friday. Miracle Rivera, she uh, threw a Christmas tree at her boyfriend. Well, now she has thrown a glass fa- uh, glass flower vase. January 1st attack, this time on New Year's, uh, occurred during an argument between Rivera and her 24-year-old boyfriend. The glass She really flower didn't vase, have a very Feliz Navidad, no, did she? Didn't. she? Struck the uh, man in the face, left visible injuries to his face. And she was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. To wit, not a shod foot. A vase or a vase. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's it for Police Blotter Facts Friday. We will be right back. I'm Howie Carr.